The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Mexi, the Mind That Matters, episode 209, first official episode of the lovely monthly month of February. <clears throat> Valentine's Day is around the corner. It's actually a week from today, so plan accordingly. Get your lady friend some nice bling bling or some chocolates, whatever you want. Max already knows what he's got for his fiance, so don't, don't you guys worry about me. Anyways, we're live from Worcesterville, Ohio, and we're here to talk about recent events. Namely, I wanted to talk right off the bat about the Super Bowl. The last couple years, Mexi's foot, you know, whatever Mexi's gut thinks is going to happen, I've bet against the opposite, and won the last two years. Prior to that, I was on a terrible losing streak. Well, because the Patriots were heavy favorites towards the end of the week, I ended up just, you know, shits and giggles, put more money on the Rams. Did everything on the Rams. Well, for once, I should have listened to my gut. My gut was actually telling me, you know, they didn't deserve to be there. Let's go with Tom Brady. Unfortunately... You know, based on recent experience, I went against it. And the Rams ended up getting killed. Like, I'm talking about 3-0 at halftime. That, like, we were all getting killed. I, I was bored. I literally was doing my taxes. But then it was 3-3. And then finally, in the clutch, Tom Brady wins his sixth Super Bowl. Six of nine. Now, and this is the part where I wanted to get to and why I'm mentioning this. I wasn't even mad about losing the money. Tara was like, you just lost 2400 bucks. I'm like, yeah. Had I put it on the Patriots, I would have gotten maybe 3000 back. Ooh. An increase of 600 Yeah, great. But at the same time, it's my tax money from last year. It's my winnings from two weeks ago. I am actually okay knowing that I spent about 2400 just to see Cato pissed about Tom Brady for another year. I don't understand how he and other people don't think he's the GOAT. They hate him. Yes, we all agree. He looks like the kind of guy who go throw the winning touchdown and then come home and fuck your girlfriend right in front of you. Nobody's disputing that. I'm not disputing that. But when I watch him play, it's greatness, people. Like, let's just say you discount the tuck rule. You discount the deflate gate, even though it didn't matter. You discount Spygate. That's three of the six Super Bowls. What are you going to say about the other one? The greatest comeback in Super Bowl history? Oh, yeah, that was cheated. Against the Rams? Oh, yeah, the, the Rams sucked. Now, what I want to know, and, and, and I'll leave you guys with this little tidbit. 
regarding this subject. We all witness the past interference that was never called. Rams against Saints. Oh, blatant past interference, the refs didn't call it. We find out the refs are from L.A., or at least California. Why is nobody else talking about this? Yeah, it was mentioned briefly, but that is basically it. It died down after after a week. If that was the Patriots, we would have been hearing about the pass interference call for the next fucking year. Oh, but what if some other team who does something shady, nobody looks into it? See, that's where I call all of you a bunch of sheep and a bunch of jack wagons hating on greatness for no reason. So it's okay for other people to potentially have influenced the game. But when the Patriots let Tom Brady's sister's boy, you know, accidentally deflates the balls, that's the end of the world, even though it didn't matter. The score was tied. But in this case, it was the groundskeeper or whoever does the balls at halftime of the championship game. Or even before the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Uproar. But a blatant pass interference that would have sent the Saints to the Super Bowl against Tom Brady. That would have been entertaining. Oh, nobody mentions anything about that. Now, had the reps been for Boston or New England, oh, then would have played the Patriots. And another year would have gone by. And then probably a suspension. No. Get the fuck out of here, people. You cannot defy greatness. You're literally, the more you talk shit about the Patriots, you're making them more mad. There's shirts. I saw shirts at the parade that said, New England versus everyone. Because that's the way it feels. And they don't care. Six Super Bowl. Tom Brady has six Super Bowl rings. The man is beyond the greatest quarterback of all time at this point. Two more than Montana. Many records. Undisputed. Even if you count, discount the ones you're claiming they cheated, he has three. He has more than Peyton Manning and Eli. Combined. I gotta give it down. I gotta give it to him. Oh. Speaking of which, anybody see LeBron's tweets about the Rams? Oh. Oh yeah, because he he now apparently is a LA Ram fan. Get the fuck out of here. The, if the Raiders were probably better, he'd probably be a Raiders fan too. But good segment over to switching over to LeBron. The man, the trade deadline for the NBA is basically today. And AD, Anthony Davis, he wants him on the Lakers. And now he wants Kyrie back on the Lakers. And he wants Klay Thompson. I can't with this dude. LeBron basically is running the show. Luke, he tried to get Luke Walton fired, which I've been advocating for for that since the beginning. So I'm not too about to against that plan. But enough's enough. LeBron should not have any say. The fact that he's eating with Anthony Davis trying to get him to come over. The Pelicans are basically saying, yeah, fuck you guys. We're not answering your trades. They're at, here's what I don't like. Even if you have Anthony Davis and LeBron, the rest of our young squad will be gone. We'll have a bunch of turds that are on one-year contracts. Kuzma is probably the next Kobe. But he's got he's got a few years to get there. But why, he can't develop into that if he gets traded to the Pelicans. Shit. D'Angelo Russell 
who was traded because we got Lonzo Ball, who's a turd, is taking the Nets to the playoffs. Oh, but he can't ball. The man, as I called it, is single-handedly destroying my beloved Lakers. And we're not even making the playoffs right now. We're ninth. We're below expectations. I can't wait till we don't make the playoffs. And I have nobody else to blame by LeBron. Oh, what happened, LeBron? You can take a sorry... Apparently, he was taking a sorry-ass Cleveland team to the playoffs in the East. Oh, but in the West, he can't take a sorry-ass Lakers team with better talent to the playoffs? Hmm. Who... If only somebody said the West was better and harder and LeBron can't sustain because he would have to play hard teams time after time. Yeah, dude milking a groin injury. Get the fuck out of here. No. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but... Maxie hates LeBron. No, I just don't like the hype and the nonsense behind him. I know he's a fucking liar. I don't need you guys to tell me. I don't care how much charity he does. He's a fucking con artist... And if you guys can't see it, that's on you. The guy literally, if he had a, a Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson would have fired his ass. Sit on the bench and shut the fuck up. But no, he had all these coaches who let him do whatever he wanted because they were they sucked. The Mike Browns of the world, Luke Waltons, Tyron Lou. Oh yeah, because he was coach of the year. He's the one that made all the decisions as to who took the last shot. Oh wait, no, that's LeBron. Oh, and hey, let me get my buddy D Wade over here. Oh, but wait, he's sucking. Let me train him back to Miami and make him think that it was his idea. No, get the fuck out of here. Oh, he's never cheated on his wife that we know of. Clearly, he smokes weed at baseball games. So I'm sure the wife was the one that went and purchased the weed. But yeah, anyways, enough about LeBron. But I did enter a weight loss competition. And I'm going to talk about that right now. So, apparently, people are trying to collude against me to have me lose some weight for the wedding. So, Cato and Tara were talking about it. Cato came up with a plan. He wants to lose 30 more pounds before the wedding. And bet me that I couldn't lose 50 before the wedding. Mind you, the wedding's eight months away. 50 pounds in eight months? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could do that. Um, so the bet is, if he loses the 30 but I don't lose the 50, I have to be nice to him for a whole year. However, if I lose the 50 and he doesn't lose the 30, he gets to run a marathon within the state of Ohio of my choosing. But I said to him, well, what happens if we, you lose 30, I lose 50? Oh, then it's a tie. And then I have to be nice for him for six months. And he has to run a half marathon. So I'm like, this is so gay. But all right, whatever. I'm already down seven pounds. Just by cutting out a few carbs. I can't be that. It's not that hard. I've done that before. I've lost 80 in six months. And this is eight months. So this fool thinks he can beat me. And I'm like, dude, if you guys think sometimes I don't uphold bets, you guys sometimes 
think I don't pay out. The one thing that's for sure is I have never lost a weight loss challenge. I've done three, all the three through work, and all three have won. I literally chewed a penny for a week eating egg whites for breakfast and broccoli for dinner and lost 14 pounds that last week. Of like, no, technically all I need to do is do 36 and then do that 14 pound weight, weight loss the week before the bachelor party, which is where the weigh-in is, the first day of the bachelor party. All right. Don't bet against Mexi. Mexi's usually right. But hey, if you do want to lose some weight, I will advise checking out Super Studios 253 in the area. Give my my close friend, Coach Super, a call. 253-270-0700. Sign up for some classes. Use the promo code MEXI and you'll save money. And then you'll have fun. That's a key point. Losing weight, getting in shape by having fun. Super Studios 253, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. But yeah, people make you bets. And in that work, people also don't understand. They don't understand. Mexi's usually right. That's the big key. What I told Gina, I don't want you fired because I want to know how shitty your cases are. I was right because all shit. I'm fixing them. I'm getting credit for it. Everybody talks smack about, but who made you lead case manager? I'm sorry. The boss of the fucking firm. That's who. That's why I'm getting paid the big bucks here to put up with your nonsense and all this terrible case managing. There's a reason they wanted me to fix the majority of the files and not you two. They're the two case managers. Then we hired a new case manager. And I said, mm, she's in her 50. She might be a dinosaur. Oh, her knowledge is there. But, oh, she doesn't know how to use a computer. She goes so slow when typing. That's what happens when you hire somebody who's above 30 or 40. Who's never used a computer in their fucking life. Once again, Mexi was right. When Mexi tells you it's a terrible case. Oh, yeah, you sign it up. You make us waste our time. But at the end of the day, yeah, I was right. And each time, the guy who didn't actually hit the car and hit the hit the, the concrete, complaining about his rim and his property damage, yeah, I was right. Now he wants to fire us because nobody's talking to him. Motherfucker, we've talked to you week in, week out, so shut the fuck up. I was right. The Easton case. Oh, yeah, we just now, heaven heard my prayers. The case where the stupid fucking African lady ran into an excavator at Easton. We finally are getting rid of it because we got to withdraw from Easton's insurance. Easton. They wouldn't even be on the fucking hook. It would be maybe Macy's. Oh, no, no, no. It's not Macy's insurance. It'd be the construction company who we haven't found who their insurance is. Oh, yeah. They'd be on the hook. But guess what? Open and obvious. Oh, nobody wanted to get rid of it right off the bat. No, they signed them up. They did video. They did research. No, not until now. Two months of wasted time. And I said, I don't want that fucking case. I don't want to waste my time. And finally, oh, Alex, you were right. Yeah, nobody's going to pay on that bullshit. She literally can't go to work because they're making fun of her. That's how ridiculous this is. 
Finally took down my sign. Caution. Parked car here. Because now... We did not set a precedent to allow anybody to just run into anybody's car. Maxie was right. Oh! My attorney no longer wants to sign up slip and falls on ice or snow. Why? Because they don't pay out. Oh, look at that. Because Maxie was right. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's adjusters that won't, that there aren't. Dumb. We literally, as I've said, hire people around the country get hired for stupid shit. And there's idiots who pay out. I'm not disputing that. And sometimes you'll get lucky. But the main rule is don't be an idiot. Mexi's right 90% of the time. Speaking of that, as I've always plugged in and mentioned, if you want UM coverage, UIM coverage, get that on your insurance. If somebody tells you you have full coverage, that is not necessarily true. That usually refers to collision coverage. Get paid for your bills if you get an accident. Call American National, my man Rainbow, give him a buzz, and have him sign you up. Use promo code MEXI, and you will save on your bundling. American National Pride sponsor, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. And now I'm not saying he's a saint. Because my man Ramo, even he gave me a call this week. Hey, Mexi, I got a situation here. So he was in an accident back in December. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back in December? Okay. All right. He's been given the runaround on the property damage. I'm like, okay, well, you hurt. Well, I could be. That's not how this works, Remo. I mean, if you want to fake it, that's fine, but... You're missing the big point. There's a huge gap in treatment. You got about six weeks there. You didn't go to the ER. You didn't go to the hospital. You didn't go uh, treat with a doctor. You can't claim pain six weeks later. That's not how this works. Oh, I didn't know. I thought you could do it right away. You know, whatever. No. Just because the people with the PD property damage are giving you the runaround and, and jerking you around doesn't mean you just make shit up. Within a couple weeks. Tops. Next time you call me immediately. So we can set you up with a chiropractor or something. Okay, Mexi, you know you're the man. I, I I get it. Property damage sucks. People take advantage. Especially the small insurances. But not American National. Like I said, call my man Ramo. He knows. He's going to eventually hook me up with better insurance and lower price once the six months are up. Just letting you know. But yeah, if you're in a car accident, you better have UM coverage on your car and have insurance on the other side to be fully safe. Get half health insurance to run everything, so that all the bills through collections, so it doesn't you know through that, so it doesn't go to collections, and make sure there's no gaps in treatment. Key points. We can help with property damage, but as I've said, no attorney does only property damage. And like I've said before, <clears throat> property damage is clear cut. There's no attorney that would only do property damage. So, again, when you get in a car accident, call your insurance. Have them fix the car because they already know you. Yes, it will cost you your deductible. That's why you have health. That's why you have car insurance. It's the same with health insurance. It's the same for anything. If you're a deductible, pay it. You'll get reimbursed. Trust me. If you have car insurance and you can't afford your deductible, you should be fucking driving. <clears throat> Run it through. They won't ask questions. They'll fix it. If you have rental coverage, great. They'll give you a rental immediately. And then once the other insurance accepts liability, then your insurance will just get paid back. Problem solved. 
But if you don't have car insurance, guess what? You have to wait for them to react, which means they have to finish their investigation. If your at-fault driver got ticketed and he tries to fight it in court, they won't. They will have to. You will have to wait until they decide what happens with that ticket because they might use that to not accept liability. It's pretty standard. That's why you need help. You need your car insurance yourself. And again, they will only fix the car after they accept liability. They'll reach out to you, be like, hey, how do you want to fix the car? Oh, let's go send somebody to look at it. If it's a total loss, guess what? The eval report will say how much your car is worth. Not a penny more, not a penny fucking less. If you put new things in your car, like it's got a new stereo system, new tires, keep fucking receipts. And it has to be within the last six months. Otherwise, they won't consider it. If it's a total loss, as I've said before, do you own the car? Yes? Okay. They'll ask you for the title. They'll ask you to sign the release. Bam, you get the check. If you don't owe the fucking car, it's going to go to the bank to finance your car. And if you owe money after that, guess what? You are still responsible for that money, which is why you need gap insurance. If you don't get gap insurance and you owe... Guess what? Just like me five years ago, you have to pay it back. It sucks, but oh well. And again, the rental. It will only be given from the time they accept liability to the time they fix the car. If they fix the car, you have to give it back. Now, if they delay to fix the car, they have to let the property damage adjuster know. You have to give them that call because you can't just willy-nilly keep the car. It's a rental. So, if for some reason it's a total loss, the moment they determine it a total loss and they send out that check, that's you have three days after that to return the vehicle. And that's it. The moment that check is in the mail, three days later, guess what? You have to return that rental car. No ifs, buts about it. If you just willy-nilly keep it, yeah, then guess what? Your insurance will be charged. I mean, your your card that's on file with whoever the car insurance is will be charged. Now, whoever this car insurance is or car um, rental location that the insurance decides to use to give you a rental, they may need a card on file as a deposit. You will get that deposit back unless you fuck around. It's like nobody in this world has ever used a rental car. That's how it works. If you don't have car insurance, you can't get a rental. If you don't have a license, you can't get a rental. If you don't own the car, you can't get a rental. And if you don't have coverage for rentals on your policy, then yeah, you may be charged to pay for the rental car's insurance. And yeah, that's out of pocket. I'm sorry. That that's how this works. You can keep receipts, submit it to the property damage adjuster, and they'll pay it back as part of the property damage. Which is not what we do. We do the bodily injury for the last fucking time. So every other question about property damage, you can ask. We'll tell you the answer. But that's how it works. You're the front man, and you can fix this yourself. Nobody is going to charge you for property damage, and no attorney would only do property damage. That's how it works. You yourself can fix your fucking car. 
I have somebody yesterday called me saying, oh yeah, hey, well, I want to, I want you guys to take the case. Well, see, my car was illegally towed. I'm sorry. Were you in the car? Were you hurt? No? Then fuck off. I'm sorry to waste your time, but guess what? We can't represent you. Bada beam, bada boom, end of conversation. It's like these people don't know. So we're here to educate you. But again, just because you see something on a TV commercial... And that's the thing. That's why I think we get all these nonsense calls. Because our commercials don't mention specifically personal injury. So we get all these calls for all this other shit. Hey. Sometimes we get calls for, oh, is it okay if I didn't go to treatment till like two, two, almost two years after the fact that well, my back is hurting. But in between, uh, I may have gone to all these trips and places and fell off the porch and I had cancer and uh, I fell off a bike and went hunting and yeah, my back's hurt. Can I go to therapy or get a massage? No, sir. We're not going to take your fucking case. But if you do need a massage, hand is still massage. It's out there. Use the promo code MEXI. Save money on your first sweetest massage or your membership. I go to the one in Dublin. I suggest going there because they're very nice. But you could go to any one in Columbus or the US of A. Hand and Stone Massage. Proud sponsor of the Mixing My Matters podcast. And yeah, that's where I would tell you if you come to me with that bullshit. Oh, uh, yeah. My accident was a year and a half ago. Yeah. We're not wasting fucking time ordering everything quickly. And then trying to settle your case because during that year and a half, I'm sure something happened and you're not telling us. So, yeah, we're not wasting your time. I cut that shit off. Like I said, if the accident happened over two weeks ago, something's fishy with your case. You're either lying about something, there's no coverage somewhere, you tried doing it yourself and you got fucked over. Yeah, no. There's certain circumstances that, you know, may... Allow it to be, you know, over six months of gap from, well, it might be this kind of gap. It's the gap from the date of the loss to signing up the person, not the treatment gap. That one, yeah. If it's over two weeks, fuck that. We're not taking the case. Plain and simple. You don't have a case with a gap in treatment. They will consider it. And adjusters are getting wiser. They're getting sneakier. So, yeah, no. That's not how this works. Okay? Well, that is it for our episode. We covered some sports. We covered recent betting activity. Covered some property damage issues. Oh, I would also like to point out. Always do your taxes. ASAP. I got mine done last weekend, and I'm actually getting more than what I thought because I've been paying interest on my student loans now. But the quicker you do it, the quicker you get your refund. Yeah. And if you live in a city where you don't have to file city taxes, guess what? You don't even have to do those. So you're set until April. All employers have to send you your W-2s by the end of January. So you'll get them beginning of February 
done. I actually convinced my fiance to do them early, and guess what? They're almost complete. Mind you, I get more back than she does because, well, Mexi's awesome. What can I say? Oh, I almost forgot to mention. I won HQ again. For those who don't remember, Mexi won it the first time on HQ Sports WWE Trivia. Well, <coughs> Monday they had Friends Trivia, but it was the whole nonsense they're doing now with the video. Ooh, what happens after this clip? Oh, if, if you're giving me the clip, I know the episodes by heart. Fuck that. You, you, make, you make my brain remember. Bam, won it. Only this time. Wait a minute. You don't get money. We get points. You are giving me points. Oh, yes. Now you have a free pass-through question. Whatever. Fuck. I don't want points. I want money. And now there's seasons. Every month is a season. I can't with, I can't with HQ. It's driving me nuts. Somebody should sue them for nonsense. I get a class action lawsuit here. Shut this shit down. Now we got HQ Words, HQ Sports, HQ Everything. Get the fuck out of here. God damn. It's to the point where it is distracting my words of friends when I play that on my on my phone. Because now at 9 o'clock they do a live contest. And it pops up on my thing as an advertisement. Every fucking time. Fuck that. But hey. If you're truly can win HQ twice. Then now nah, fuck it. Then, yeah, you're not going to win it. I mean, you'd be lucky if you win it. This is, this is the difference between when Tara won it when I won it. She won it once lucky because the question was so easy. I won't say this to her face because I want to hurt her feelings. But yeah, she got lucky. I, on the other hand... I've gotten the questions 10, 12, whatever, and lose, but the two subjects I know, or actually, the two times I won were on subjects that I know in and out. And that's why I keep telling people, if it is WWE related or soccer related, I never miss a question. And if you give me that kind of scenario with friends that I've watched religiously, and even How I Met Your Mother that I've watched religiously... That's when I win. Shit, you even give me questions about flags and capitals and which state is next to what state. Geography questions like that. If that's the topic, I'm winning every fucking time. And that's what drives me nuts. I'll tell her, my fiance, hey, I'm assuming if it's a cooking question, you know all the answers. Because you know everything there is to cook. You're a great cook. Oh, no, but she'll give me the wrong answer. That's what drives me nuts. Don't tell me you know a subject, and then a question comes out, you have no idea what the answer is. Anyways, that's the rant. Sorry, just two t- fun tidbits. Get your taxes done. Stop playing HQs. Bunch of nonsense now. Anyways, check out all the episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. Rate, subscribe, review the podcast. And hit us up on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. And as always, remember, where there is a Mexican, there is always a way. Until next time.